Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. This is Dr. Dan. You know, through the centuries, music has played an awful important role uh, in people's lives. But during the Middle Ages, for instance... When the troubadours would go from town to town, they were a source of news. They'd make up songs, they'd sing about life, and they'd go from one town to the next so people all over the place uh, could figure out what was going on because they didn't have, obviously, telephone, telegraph, uh, or, God forbid, the Internet or whatever. So music, in that sense, was made up by people who would take what happened or what was going on, turn it into songs so that... When they got to a new town, people would be interested. Obviously, if you just stood around on the town square and spoke for a long period of time on a soapbox, probably people would turn away in, a, in about 10 or 15 seconds. But if you had a, a lute or a lyre and you could sit there playing a song and singing about life, you probably had a few more people who would pay attention. My guest today is David Philbrick. And he is a professional musician, but what's unique about him for our purposes today is he is a constitutionalist, and he has written a song about America today that I want you all to hear. So before we play it, let's welcome David Philbrick to Freedom Forum Radio. Dr. Dan, it's, it's a great pleasure. It's a great pleasure to be with you today. Well, David, uh, I like the way when we corresponded, you say, I'm a lowly musician, although I received my B.A. in political science from Earlham College in Richmond, Indiana, many years ago, and you were accepted to law school at Boston University before you decided to go into music. So you have some credentials that make things kind of interesting. Uh, A lot of the professional musicians around today, they just... They actually dropped out of high school and went into music. But you were an educated person. So when you come as an educated person and made some music and wrote a song, it was because you actually knew uh, what you were writing about. So the name of your song uh, that we're going to play for everyone is called Wake Up. How'd you come about to get that name? Well, actually, uh, uh, I wrote I wrote this song several years ago. I was I was listening to the radio, talk radio, in my car, and uh, which which I do all the time. And uh, someone was someone was ta- They were talking about the national debt, and someone had called in and said that the, the debt was not a big deal. Deficit was a certain percentage of the GDP. 
was actually totally sustainable as long as we were willing to pay for it through increased taxes. And when that person, <laughs> when that part, person said that, I started yelling at the radio, "Wake up!" And and I was thinking, how many people in our country uh, really don't understand economics and the power the government has to control our lives through economics? And so I was yelling. Um, I was stuck in traffic, yelling at the radio, wake up, wake up. And then a, a rhythm pattern started happening. And as as I know musicians are wont to do, the song just started coming. And uh, so within the first five minutes or so, I had that first line, the freedom that our fathers fought for is in danger, the right to speak our minds to life and liberty. And, and that's that's how it all Happens. You know, you, you're speaking about something that is really probably a very common uh, occurrence to most of my listeners, as that is, we're watching TV or we're, or we're listening to the radio and we're yelling at them. Um, that's pretty common. Um, we're not sit, stuck in traffic here in a rural area. You may be stuck in traffic in a, in a metropolitan area, but nevertheless, it comes down to the same thing. You're hearing things over the radio that are infuriating you. Uh, it's not something you can just sort of ignore, and your, uh, uh, your blood pressure is, is about to go up, and you have to figure out some way to make sure that you don't have blood spurting out of your ears or a fountain coming out of the top of your head. Uh, I call it, uh, <laughs> I think it's kind of like uh, radio road rage. That's really what it is. You're sitting there and you're, you're not going to get out of your car and take it out on anyone else. But boy, I'll tell you, if you could reach through the radio and grab someone by the neck through that radio, you probably would do it. So this is an, this is an occurrence uh, that's really common. Uh, to most of us who are educated, most of us who understand what is going on in our country today, we understand it is wrong and something's got to be done to change it. So I'm just going to read these words in the first verse and then we're going to play a song. It's the freedom that our fathers fought for is in danger. The right to speak our minds to life and liberty. Tell politicians and the judges we're the people. We're taking back the power now we will be free. Let me just tell you, I don't think there's anyone listening to this, to my voice or your voice or your song, who doesn't believe 100% what those words are saying. So let's, let's listen to the song, Wake Up by Breed Hill, written by David Philbrick. <laughs>
We're back, and uh, we just heard Wake Up, uh, written by David Philbrook. Um, David is my guest on Freedom Forum Radio, and as you probably remember, he's got a Bachelor of Arts degree in political science, accepted at law school, but decided to be a musician instead. So his, here's his credentials. He was a staff musician at Walt Disney World for eight years. Then he had a jazz fusion band in Orlando, Tampa area before moving to New York City, where he got out of the music business and went into the Kaplan test prep business, where he eventually became the regional director for the South after getting his uh, master, uh, what'd you get, your MBA, okay? MBA. From the UNC in Chapel Hill. So you've been to some very, very prestigious educational uh, institutions here, uh, and so if you had all that good education, how did you become a conservative? That's what I want to know. Uh, well, you see, um, I, uh, I've been interested in politics ever since I can remember. My dad would discuss politics at the kitchen table every night during dinner, and he was a Goldwater Republican. Um, so to say that I was brought up in a, conserv- a conservative household would be an understatement. And and he taught us he taught us to not only have intelligent discussions, but most important to him was that you, you could not talk about your feelings. When when you're discussing politics it's not about feelings. Feelings has nothing to do with anything. Everything had to be based on facts or evidence from history or current events. And I think part of the problem we have right now 
in our society is everybody's worried about everybody's feelings instead of thinking about what is really the outcome of all these decisions that are being made by the government to control our lives. Well, you know, the, what you've said, of course, is something that we talk about often on Freedom Forum Radio, and that is in order to be an effective citizen, you have to be able to take facts. You have to be able to know the facts, research the facts, learn the facts. And then once you have the facts that are verifiably true, you put them together and you have to be able to form a logical conclusion from those facts. Once you have facts leading to a logical conclusion, then you can start to work on different ways to solve the problems. I mean, that's what we do in our own private lives, is it not? Exactly. I mean, if it's it's a matter of, of looking at problems, making good decisions between um, different possible choices. And um, I think as human beings um, living in a free, hopefully a free society, um, there are a multitude of choices we are confronted with every day, and it is our God-given responsibility to ourselves, to our families, to our neighbors, and our society to make the best possible decisions. Um, that may not always be decisions that are good for ourselves as individuals, um, and often we have to make sacrifices. Um, for, for the good of our families and our society, um, but they should be well thought out, rational decisions um, made on facts, not feelings. Well, that's really a very important point because if you've ever had substantive discussions with a liberal, uh, with a progressive <laughs> liberal, and and I and I say that, and you laughed, and I, and I'm kind of laughing internally as well because. You can talk with facts, you can give them facts, you can lead them up to the logical conclusion, but once they get toward the logical conclusion and they understand that they're going to lose the argument, they immediately revert to something that has to do with emotion. For liberals, it's yeah. all about emotion, not about facts. So even if the facts, if you, even if the facts and the logical conclusion is right there smart, staring them in the face, if it doesn't agree with their agenda... Uh, they revert to emotions. Uh, and that's why it's so hard to get things, to get these two sides together. We have an enormous chasm in our, in our country now. And there's, to me, it's, it would be, I can't see how that chasm can be bridged because you have people on each side. One side is logical, fact-based. The other side is emotion-based and will always deny that your facts are correct. Um, yeah, that's where yeah, we are. Man, that's that's exactly true. And and uh, the other the other big <clears throat> point I think that a lot of people forget is that um, the right to speak our minds, our minds, not our emotions, but the right to speak our minds, is the foundation of liberty and freedom. And I believe that that's why that was part of the First Amendment. Um, the left and uh, is constantly trying to stifle free speech. They love to, um, once you express an opinion, if it doesn't conform, as you say, to their 
to their vision, their collectivist vision, you're labeled a racist or a homophobe or a xenophobe or an Islamophobe. They will they will invent a phobia for, for mm. whatever conservative thought you could express, so that they can brand your idea as hateful and therefore not worthy of discussion. End of story. Uh, we can move on. Well, that is what's happening, and and that's why the chasm is so deep. Um, but between the sides, I like this this verse in your song. It says, "Our nation's future is in danger. Our freedom and our liberty." When more are taking than are working, the end is not that hard to see. That is so true, and that that really was the design of the liberals. Their design was to make as many people as possible dependent upon the government. And so the provider class providing for the recipient class, and of course they are the ruling class. Education, of course, is one of the main issues here, and I'm going to play a song by the Wright Brothers because I think it fits in exactly with what we're talking about. Nowhere in this textbook does it say Bush equals Hitler and nowhere in this chapter does it claim We had it coming
And that shows you the power of music. My guest on Freedom Forum Radio, David Philbrick. Thanks for being here, David. Well, Dr. Dan, it's been a great pleasure and honor, and thank you for doing everything you're doing for freedom in this country. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. We'll be right back.